We nope. stopped the bachelor for this, so let's make it snappy. <laughs> God. Oh, God We're damn. also excited to be here. I just figured I would, you know, say something. Gotta get out there. I'm ready for Queen yeah. Victoria to take over this date. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Added queen in front of it, too, That's Michael. she calls herself. Yeah, really? She yeah, yeah, she introduced herself. Uh, I was going to say, Michael just has queen in front of him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then Kit's apparently the CEO, President King. Yeah. Prince, I don't fucking know what Some she shit. is. No, Kit's, Kit's mom is yeah. somebody uh, famous and fashionable. Oh, yeah, it was just like when Victoria's like, I'm the queen. Kit's like, I don't care if you're the fucking queen. I'm the CEO, President King. And I'm like, okay. Mm. Just to fill you in on the episode one that you missed, the only things that you need to know is that Victoria's the villain for the season and she came in on a throne with fucking like Paul Not Bears. for the season. Just for, for her I life. give her three episodes. <laughs> okay, for however long that she's there, she came in with like four like Paul Bears carrying her literally on a throne, calling herself Queen Victoria the entire evening, not just for the opening bit, and then like making enemies the entire time, as you've been seeing. Nice. Um, some girl came in uh, with a vibrating dildo, vibrator, I guess is the short term for it. <laughs> um, and like gave it to the bachelor and was like here I feel like I should pass the torch or something um, there's a deaf girl who got the first impression rose mm-hmm. I think that might be all the noteworthy characters there's one black girl that is we'll call her a blifey thanks to Unreal mm-hmm. that is from the same state that he's in She pulled up and who she might just be shit. like they might just be like holding back on her, or she might get the next one on one. Who knows? Not us, because we haven't finished the episode. Well, what I do know is <clears throat> this is now a Bachelor podcast. So we're gonna yeah. recap mm-hmm. the half of the episode that we've. Welcome watched. to not a Bachelor podcast. You know, <laughs> I will say the it's actually a lot of fun to watch. All of this reality TV is so much fun to watch. I know we're uh, gonna do our PCB tour. Yeah, mm. I'm actually once pretty COVID's excited. Done, we're really gonna do it, um, which I'm very excited about. But yeah, Trash TV really does have its have its place. You know, it has its pretty fine moments too. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie to you, I think that some of those moments are better than like scripted, like Oscar winning fucking shows. Are we saying it's art? No. Are we saying it's useful? Yes. That's all we're arguing is that yeah. there's a place in your life for it. As long as you acknowledge that's what it is, I don't see but any problem with it's that. Great what if I consider it art? Okay. Well, <laughs> your tastes are off already. What's the definition of art? <clears throat> Who knows? Um, whatever the dog's painted. That's it. That is Boom. art. Yes, mm-hmm. we did that fun project. That is actually um, Megan mm-hmm. the art found something on Facebook that we put into practice, which was interesting, where we got some canvases, put some just like blobs and, and streaks of uh, a solid paint like across the canvas, wrapped the, that canvas in a trash bag, and then put peanut butter spread across the top of the trash bag um, when the dogs licked the peanut butter, thereby making brush strokes with their tongue on the paint safely to where they were not consuming the paint and have made masterpieces. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. We, uh, we and is the definition of art and is unanimously yes. agreed upon as the definition of art. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not even the standard of art or the bar the for definition. which art. It's the definition. If it's not that, it's not art. That's it's just, <laughs> It's just really good art. It's just... 
really we let it dry in the they're garage talented for a while, babies. But they're dry now. We should check them out. Uh, we should sometime. hang them up. We need to find a spot to hang them up. But yeah, oh, yeah I looked at them. Was like two days ago, and they were looking pretty nice. Yeah, well, um, we'll find a good spot for them. We have walls. Yeah, we have, we have walls. We're a lot of walls. <laughs> yeah. Ladder. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll <laughs> it's a house. It has yeah. wall. It has at least four walls. At least. Yeah. Mm. But mm-hmm. definitely limited to four. By the time that you're listening to this episode, in two days it will be Megan's birthday. And tomorrow we will be... By the time that you're listening to this episode, in two days it will be Megan's birthday. And tomorrow we will be leaving for our fun beach trip to Undisclosed Location a fun time right because we don't want the pops to follow yeah, us, yeah. Follow it's us it's too much you know we can't and have our pops, own privacy the, the pops. pops have we ever considered pops. that you know 30 fans knowing your location isn't as big a deal as one of your enemies knowing your location well those are the only people who listen to this podcast is my fans <laughs> and my enemies so i can't risk it's tipping off one without the other knowing yeah you know? that's true uh, by this time, we sh- hopefully will have found out if the uh, the rumors about there being a, another insurrection plan for uh, the Capitol and other <laughs> buildings in D.C. being invaded or surrounded or whatever that is supposed to happen on January 17th, we will know if those things have or haven't come true. So we've recorded two separate outcomes just in case what it does or does not happen. Did you say... No, go ahead. Did you say it was planned for, like, all 50 states or something like that? No, no, I just said that it was, like, a ton of fucking people. I was reading that they planned um, Washington, D.C., and each state capital they planned, like... Oh. Okay, yeah, it was you who said that then. There were some people that... I don't think I said anything about it, but I did read it earlier today. There were some people that already stormed the Oregon capital, which uh, is interesting. Stormed, like, yeah, the Philadelphia uh, (laughs) capital as well. There were riots outside of riots, protests. I actually don't know outside of the Georgia mm-hmm. Capitol um, when they were confirmed. Somebody uh, carved Trump onto a manatee, and that to me makes me the most angry um, because it's not mm-hmm. okay. That's animal cruelty. You can't yeah. just restrain a manatee yeah. and carve anything on its skin. It's fucked up. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's like a big fucked uh, moment. Yeah. But also, tomorrow will be an inauguration day, where Joe Biden will be... But we really glazed over the fact that my birthday is happening. It, it's chronological, so we've got... Tomorrow <laughs> will be... I'm a drama queen about my birthday. Tomorrow's inauguration day, and also the day we're leaving for the beach. Uh, safely, by the way. We already talked about that last episode, last week. But um, inauguration day, which will be exciting, and then we will get to celebrate that as well. The following day with Megan's birthday. Of course, we will not be celebrating Inauguration Day because we will be focused on the best holiday of the year. Megan's birthday in two days. According to Kevin, it's the best holiday of the year because it's, (laughs) you know, the day his favorite person in the whole world was born. Isn't that great? Yeah. So we're looking forward to a brighter future. (laughs) Right, in well, both our political and our personal romance lives. Romance is not dead, folks. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, you heard my enthusiastic. Heartfelt, enthusiastic, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, he loves me a lot, everybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as far as whatever did or did not happen at 
the in DC a oh, couple like of days ago. We did we are or are not surprised by the actions that occurred and we are or are not disappointed and uh life will go on and um Hopefully it's not Who terrible. knows life will go on or not. Right. Hopefully it's not terrible. Yeah, maybe maybe this is the last episode released because we are now living in a Nuclear fascist office. state. Who knows? We'll know. Well, you will know by the time that this episode's released. How can we blue. be fascist and blue? That doesn't work. State, <laughs> the state of the U.S. is what I meant. Not the, mm. not the state of Georgia. We're proud of Georgia. Georgia, we're proud of you no matter what happens in these upcoming weeks. Let's not give it unconditional love just yet. We're, we're proud of most governor. of you. Let's uh, dial yeah, it let's back. We're proud, of, we're proud of the, the plurality of you that voted yeah. blue. Yes, yes. Well, I'll take the victories where we can. Yeah, you know, but one, but. two years. We'll get we'll get Kemp out. Two years. <laughs> we got blue everywhere else. Two more years. We'll get Kemp out. It's gonna be a huge wave of like evan even evangelists. 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 Yeah. Just overtaking the country again, like it happened in, like the seventies. Oh uh, yeah. You know. Those were the I would times. Not be surprised. Um, but you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Anyways. It is tomato. After that weird and confusing intro. It is what it is seems like the perfect opportunity for us to segue into my topic today. Welcome. Right. This is not an expert podcast. My name is Kevin. My name is Megan. This is Dev. This is your boy Michael. And it's Dev's podcast episode. Dev, what are we talking about today? So today we're gonna talk about all, well, not all, most of our past, in a sense. We know of ourselves, humans, as the only species alive today. You know, but <laughs> only species in the hominid group alive. Today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Every, everything else is no. dead. <laughs> Wait, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what happened on the 17th exactly? <laughs> what happened like, at the at, Capitol building? At least oh, you know what? I'm listening. I'm like, uh, what? No, we're not. <laughs> I was like, are we? <laughs> well, look, a lot has transpired over the last. Yeah, a lot by the seams of it, you know. But wait, no. If we're the only species, then that means Rowie is dead, and that is blasphemous. That means Kippy's dead. That means you're thinking Kippy's about it the dead. wrong way. They're all humans now. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> you degraded them from like amazing dogs yeah. into just like. At least if they're humans. dead, they're preserved in my heart <laughs> yeah. as the best puppies in the whole world. <laughs> they're turned into humans. No, I don't want them to be. <laughs> you don't want like. A, a Could you imagine me? Sleeping in between you and Sparrow, and you both being humans. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine Captain like being a, a, a tall ass man with like a suit and a and like a golden watch on, but then it's just Captain's head. Oh, she's so cute. Actually, I can't imagine. Yeah, that that sounds up great. From the feet, checking the watch, tapping the foot, and then you see. <laughs> Captain's uh, our living cartoon character. She is sweet and cute and literally your best friend for all time. She's the only person you want next she's the only doggy you want next to you for everything. It's true. We almost introduced Steph's topic. Go ahead. Sorry. You know, no, 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 so don't be sorry. That was funny. The universe was created like about six thousand years ago. Right? No. 
Still so, no. <laughs> 6,300, give still or take, right? Still no. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No. I'm still listening to what you're saying, and it's still 2021 not correct. 2,021 years ago is when the Earth was created. Yeah. Yes. By God. <laughs> no, by America. <laughs> you remember by that? America. You know that Family Guy clip where they're they're showing the, it was like an old one where they're showing um, wrong Peter and or, no, it was Lois and Stewie <laughs> watching TV and they, it was like them talking about the Big Bang Theory, but they've edited over it with like all these words. Yeah. Yeah. The universe exactly was created by Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it was like David Attenborough style documentary dubbed with like a country ass person saying Jesus. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's pretty funny. Um, but for real now, almost for real. We'll see. We'll see where this goes. You know, okay. um, we know of pretty much humans as the only species who have accomplished what we have today. You know, uh, we have language. We have like sciences. We have culture. We have all these different topics that we discuss. We have communication. You know, and. It's easy to think that we were the only ones ever to have ever had that, you know, um, that in the past there have was there wasn't anything that not there were not there was nothing before, and then you know humans came about and the humans were pretty much led the uh, evolution in like everything, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we have lost a lot of different species in the past some very very similar to us you know and uh the reasons we lost them you know we can just we'll discuss in a a second but uh it's just important to recognize that we weren't the only ones for a long chunk of history you know um so we'll start our timeline at about six million years ago six million years ago is when we found, well, uh, six million years ago is the oldest fossil that we have found that resembles uh, anything close to humans as compared to apes at that time, you know? So that's where basically the divergence starts. It's about six million years ago that, you know, apes evolved in their own ancestry and then hominins, evolved in their own ancestry about six million years ago and here i'm gonna pull up this chart y'all so we can reference to it you know so right here well how, how viewers the, who can yeah, see where, where did you but, find this so they can look it up and read along so just google hominin ancestry and uh, or i could actually make use of that damn instagram account yeah you know, um, and this is a pretty common picture, I think, and you might find many others like this, but um, um, I started about six million years ago, you know. Um, at this time, we just, we were just evolving. Every, each generation was evolving slowly and slowly and slowly, you know, into what fit their surroundings, you know. Um, and there was a lot going on at this time. The climate was completely different from what you would expect today. You know, uh, Sahara at this time was a lush green, like 
pretty much a tropical forest. It's wild you know? to think about. All of Africa was basically the cradle of life. It had it contained everything, you know. The climates were different. The geologically, it was about the same because six million years isn't that bitch of a time to um, change things, you know, like tectonic plates wise. But it is a long enough time for it to change things for from sea levels, mm. you know. That's a long. So it said that the Mediterranean Sea was a lot lower, you know, that the um, Strait of Gibraltar, which connects uh, Morocco and Spain and which basically blocks off the sea, uh, was a lot, lot, lot bigger. So the mm. sea levels, the sea level difference between the Atlantic and the Mediterranean was drastically different, mm. you know, mm. and our most recent ice age in history happened about uh 2.5 million years ago to about like 15 to 20,000 years ago you know which is a long period basically it means that in that period of time the earth is was cooler than what it was for hundreds of millions of years but what that also that. means is that something resembling humans lived through an ice age which sounds like a fucking nightmare yeah, that does not sound fun. For millions of years and continued to evolve and adapt through an ice age, which also fucking nightmare. Yeah. And like, obviously, the environment was not was not forgiving at all. It isn't forgiving mm-hmm. today, but we have the comforts we have today so we can avoid. Yeah, that, that sort of is not forgiving. Am I right? No, it sure oh as fuck God. is not. <laughs> no, it's if it's not. not working, I'm going to pick up my phone call or pick up my phone and call that you know, AC company um, right away. We have a smart house. So why is it acting <laughs> yeah, dumb? Why is it? Yeah, it's not supposed to be acting dumb. No, you need to fix it right now, right now, right now. No excuses. I need you to do it here right now. Especially you know. in this brutal winter. We <laughs> Oh, I'm shivering. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? I need my temperature to be closer to the IQ of my smart home, please. It needs Hi, to be getting I set, hotter. I set my um, climate control to 72 degrees, and my house has been uh, hanging out at 75 for the next or for the past few days, and I don't know why. Why has it been 75 <laughs> and not 72, like what I set? Well, you see, it's a heat feature and Have a cold you tried turning feature. it on and turning it on again? Just immediately hang up. Just no, no. <laughs> yeah, our problems are comparable. So they're the same. They're the same, really identical. As time went on, the early hominins, homin, hominins, uh, slowly separated into two different groups at different stages in time. But it's said that their ancestry relates back to this group. One is the Australopithecus. I'm sure. I'm sure y'all have heard of those. You know, and the other were the hominins, which we consider the Homo erectus, um, the Homo Neander- sapiens, Neander- us, you know, group. the Homo neanderthals, um, the Homo habilis, and er, all the so, homos. We got you. Like, you know, and this is sort of our modern human's history, mm-hmm. and this is the hominins. You know, that existed about six, seven million years ago, you know. So for about four million years from six million years ago to two million years ago, 
not much happened, you know, like we still relied on our genetics to carry information to the next generation, you know, like we didn't have like language. There was a bit of culture in a sense that, you know, how animals today have their own sort of culture, you know, have their own sort of Wolf like communication, right? Like in a, in a way you can call that their own culture, you know, yeah. not exactly, but it is something that's common across generations. Except for like know. dolphins and stuff who actually do have like their real own language and their real yeah. culture and social circles. You know, and so mm-hmm. like that's cool as hell, you know, yeah. so that's actually a very good point because it's good to understand that we aren't the, we might have skyscrapers we might have tel- uh, cell phones right but it's only because we have thumbs only that because is the we have only thumbs. reason imagine I'm not if even dolphins joking. have thumbs it is only because <laughs> we have opposable thumbs that is the only reason we've been able to build it and also we're heartless dolphins they're like no we give a fuck about like the ecosystem <laughs> around us and then also we don't have thumbs put those together and we are not gonna mess this shit up and then us humans are like well we have no yeah. hearts and thumbs, so we're going to fuck it up. <laughs> we're really good at it. Well, for them, for it would just them. be the equivalent mm-hmm. of uh, shitting where they live. But we also shit where we live, but we don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. God, you do suck, don't we? <laughs> we, gave, we gave a shit enough mm-hmm. to move our shit from not near us. To anywhere else. We're like, fuck Literally it. to we where the dolphins live, yeah. actually. We're yeah. like, ultimately, that's where all of our sewage needs to yeah. go, is where... Yeah, that, that doesn't affect us, yeah, right? Dolphins don't care, right? They've given us permission for us to dump all this shit in there. Those hands. dolphins are like, it's fine, we just want to be your friend, please. <laughs> it all out. stems from power. Oh and, my god, man, that just made me so <laughs> sad. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, dolphins are so nice. They really do just want... Well, okay, there are some flip, flip sides some to of dolphin, them dolphins. Are nice. Most dolphins of them will nice. gang rape a motherfucker. They don't have problems with it. <laughs> but they also are very social and do generally want to be your friend. They also have been known to fend off sharks who are attacking humans mm-hmm. they're like no that human's our friend you don't attack it and they will um beat them up so that's cool yeah. anyways i know this isn't about dolphins <laughs> but boy oh boy do i have dolphins. it is about life it's about <laughs> life yeah and um so again for a very long period of time um well this is what we're talking about what archaeologists considered and how they separated like you saw each different genus you know like at first it was believed that if they found a fossil and that fossil had any characteristics that modern humans like homo sapiens homo uh, neanderthals um or homo habilis had then they would be uh sorry not homo Neanderthals or Homo sapiens had, then they would be classified as in the group hominids, you know. But then they started finding all these different types of fossils, like everywhere that did not corroborate with that. So archaeologists and like scientists had to change their entire definition of how they classified a fossil as early humans, because they would find things from like five, six, seven hundred thousand years ago, and they'd be like, yo, this does not belong in our existing you know understanding of things so like a good scientist would they you know they started to reanalyze their they created existing. a miscellaneous drawer <laughs> well they actually um made it 
made the classification for early humans different. Now it depends more on the culture, like what else they find with it, you know, like what they use, like if they use tools or not, you know, instead of just whether they had like physical characteristics that resembled us, you know, and I think that's actually pretty cool. Like that's like science in action, right? You find new evidence and you're like, damn, that does not, you know, can, uh, that does not uh, fit in with our existing worldview. We should just discard the evidence. Rather, they were like, that's you know what? That's where you uh, classify it under alternative facts. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that's pretty cool. You know, like that's one thing that I found just, you know, along the way in this and that I thought, was like, yeah, you know what? That doesn't make sense. So maybe I'm getting ahead of us here, but um, for the for the earlier species that were marked as um not humans but similar like physically mm -hmm. to humans uh did they either eventually evolve into the current humans that we know or did they go extinct or evolve into primates that we're familiar with so that the ending of a species is very much up in the air right know? that makes sense like because again we've only really had written history for the last like 5,000 years. Right. Like, and even then it's a very iffy written history, you know, like we've lost a lot of, lot of things and, you know, to know what happened to species before that. But I will say this, that a lot of public opinion, a lot of what public opinion is that, you know, there was a lot of war and then there was a lot of genocide, you know, that might have been, but we haven't really found like like battlefields with like different species like you know dead next to each other like that you know like sure there's been like conflict between its species but there's also been a lot of evidence of collaboration a lot of evidence of interbreeding you know so whether to say that we evolved from a particular species and the other species died out or that we evolved from mixture of two different species, right? And then science just, you know, that one part of the genetics came, you know, was more suitable and it stayed rather than the other part, you know, is again, still up in the air, you know? It's just bizarre to think about another species that is human-like in physical characteristics, but not with a different culture set. Yeah. Uh, and so it just makes me think like, what was that like back then? And then was that interbreeding the result of humans? And then the, you know, there was no longer a, you know, how like the, the joke goes that we're eventually all going to be beige. That's that, that type of thing. Um, where like, there's no longer any like of the old species that created humans. Now it's just a human race. Right. So. I don't think that there is one single answer to that question That's solely fair. because life on this planet has had a lot of challenges and difficulties that are nuanced in each and every region that they are in. You know, like you said something about color, right? That was an evolutionary pressure because of ultraviolet rays, right? Like your skin had to be low. Well, it would have eventually been darker because of just the mechanics of, and the physiology of your body, right? And a lot of the times those sort of pressures or that sort of distinction, like, you know, it came into like, you know, darker skin and lighter skin because of evolutionary and like geographical differences, 
right? Like someone living in Northern Europe wouldn't have to bear the sun nearly as much who someone lived in. <laughs> Those are my ancestors. Like, Ooh. let's say, like, you know, like, so, like in the middle of, uh, like, in the middle, mid-Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Even in the Saharan Desert. Hey. You know, so... At that time, there were no planes. There were no. There was no immigration, long distance. You know, no migration. Mm-hmm. So, it would have been you know for one one pact of humans to continuously evolve a specific pigments in their skin would be a lot more common. But now we that sort of evolutionary pressure doesn't exist, right? So it's we try to look pat in the past and it's like okay, we try to. Like, you know, predict in the past, like, what sort of evolutionary pressures existed, you know. But a lot of times, we also can't realize that, you know, because, again, it was very much in the past. And when we talk about fossils in this, I, like, the fossils are ridiculously small. And the amount of time and energy goes into finding each and every one of them is incredible. Like yeah, because okay. they're like bone fragments and shit yeah, as well. In, oh. It's not like they find like a full femur or some shit. Mm. It's like bone fabric fa- fragments yeah. that they find and piece it's together. Not animal Crossing. Oh, you, know, you know how dope it would be if they just went in the ground and just find a, a whole full ass head of a a like, full like, intact T Rex. Like, imagine skull. you found everything other than the blue part, right? If you just saw this and you don't know what you're looking for, you don't know it. Right? Yeah. It short sort of looks like a skull, but it could be an animal skull. The bottom right? part definitely looks more like what you would expect than the top part, though. Yeah. So you would need the bottom half to even be able to like Put place the top that. Together, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, so like even each one of these clues that we find are so like you could say that they're up for discussion as well, you know, that it could be classified as this, could be classified as that. But from what we have today and what the knowledge we have today is like is a result of that discussion you know is a result of like um, thousands and thousands of scientists talking to each other and like hey this looks like this this looks like this you know like so it's a lot of filtering you know uh, and again what we know today is such a small fragment of what was you know like, even if we don't know what was, we know that for sure, we, you know? Like, at this point, we don't even know what we don't know. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of insane. And for, for our history, a lot of, it started accelerating, you know, growth and evolution started accelerating about 800,000 years ago. And 800,000 years ago is a sort, a sort of, a scientist says, we started to use fire, like, you know, have a controlled use of fire. And, you know, fire is really good for a lot of different things. First off is to fend off predators, you know. If they see a fire, they do not want to go near it because they know how painful it can be, you know. The red flower. Jungle um, back. You know, there's uh, using it for making tools, you know. And the biggest one is for food. You know, eating raw meat as opposed to eating cooked meat has vastly different uh, caloric intakes for us. You know, like it's almost double the amount of calories you derive from every piece of meat that you eat, which is insane. You know, like we before that there was burnt meat, 
but they didn't have a controlled way of burning me you know like a thunder strikes in a dry sahara and boom like you know shit is on fire and you know uh, early humans could have gone in or like early hominins could have gone in and could have foraged what was burnt off, you know, mm-hmm. and could have tried to eat that. Well, the other thing raw meat has is a lot of um, parasites and mm-hmm. vermin that will drastically reduce your ability to, like, have them. So, like, tapeworms. Tapeworms then mm-hmm. eat all of the shit that you eat, and you don't get any of it. And mm-hmm. so you're like a shell of your former self, and then you die because nobody's willing to pull it mm-hmm. out of your butthole. <laughs> and... So, I mean, like, they have lots of parasites and worms and shit. Like, literally, it's very, very hard to keep raw meat properly, even today. And so, before Mm. refrigeration, before freezing, before any of that, um, to be able to keep raw meat well enough to where it wouldn't develop those, like, larvae-type parasite-type stuff, not usually possible. So, by cooking it, you cook out that chance of there being like microscopic little tapeworms or bacteria that will ultimately end up, you know, poisoning you. And um, so that's a big thing too, is that you get rid of a lot of the pathogen issues. Yeah. And I think that, I think food obviously is a very important thing because if you can eat less and do more things, that means that each and every second that you're alive, you get to think about things that are not hunting, that are mm-hmm. not gathering. You know, you get to think about tools, how to make even more efficient hunting, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, we've, as a species, or as our ancestry, have learned quite a lot, you know? A lot of it was passed down through our genetics, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we, if you go out in the woods today, right? Like, we haven't really been honed in on our skills of survival, right? But if you were started out as a kid out in the woods, you would be excellent and you would adapt to it very quickly. Not because of just you have your brain, but you also have your genetic inherent abilities just to survive, you know? And those go a long, long, long way. You know, and a lot of those like inherent abilities are still with us. And you can see that a lot of times they cause problems, you know, like, for example, anxiety, you know, anxiety was useful in the past as a short term, you know, like response to a threat in the environment, you know, but nowadays anxiety has boiled down to a long term threat towards our sustainability and survival, or, you know, or it could be a multiple myriad of different things. And again, it's so hard to identify it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, unless you specifically seek help of an expert, it's so difficult to identify it, right? Those things are still with us genetically, right? They haven't went away anywhere. It's just that we've had to deal with the environment today, you know? And this, our civilization, has only been around pretty much for as long as agriculture has been a thing, which is about 12,000 years, you know? And like, that's when big cities started to grow, you know? That's when humans started to explode in the arts, you know, explode in the sciences, you know? Albeit a little at first, but eventually as it goes, you know, 
it slowly, slowly explodes, you know? But, but yeah, about 800,000 years ago is when we started to learn more about fire and how to control it. Um, like 300,000 years ago, we sort of, and we started to develop a very early form of language. It's, you know, is, that's what we think for based off of the sizes of the brains at that time. Hmm. Because if you have a lot more things to do than just survive, your brain needs to be bigger to accommodate for those things. And especially after hundreds of thousands of years of you eating cooked meat, you know, you getting more and more of like calories that your brain could use to grow, you know, it's a very real possibility that our brain grew to a point where we had a lot of energy to do a lot of different things. And communication was one of them, you know. Primitive communication, uh, probably something along the lines of similar to what Dev speaks uh, nowadays. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now you're getting it. Now I'm getting it. Why use lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> <laughs> Dev in his Dunder Mifflin shirt. I was just wearing my Dunder Mifflin pants earlier today. <laughs> You go see world. <laughs> are you going, going to, to see Sea World or you're going to see the world? Sea <laughs> world. world. <laughs> mm, still doesn't really clarify that. <laughs> so eight hundred thousand years ago fire, three hundred thousand years ago modern languages like yeah. or not modern, no, but like not a, even close. A to language system, a communication I mean, system. Comparable to again, deaf. A, a <laughs> yes, thank you. Linguistic <laughs> communications. I just can't uh, skip out on a joke. Right. <laughs> you know, one of the other things that they found is at around that time, three hundred thousand years ago, they found they they found increasing burials of the dead. You know, which is a very big step. You know that we recognized life and death as like this. You know that we thought about it at least. You know, it wasn't just something, oh, it just happened, even though it is that we spent more time thinking about it, you mm. know, that we had the resources to bury our dead with things that they had, right? Instead of just stripping them off, stripping it off of them, you know, like that was like a cultural buildup, right? Like, because they like, consider that how, you know, Hindus cremate their dead, how, you know, Christians and other, you know, other religions bury them you know everyone has their own like rituals what they do you know like and that's a cultural thing like, it's interesting you know? i think that body burial is the oldest cultural the oldest known cultural uh phenomenon that humans experienced um i don't or know human like i guess where it was but uh it was probably off of something stupid but um this teacher was like uh one of arguably one of the greatest changes was not just change, but the uh, greatest thing to see was a healed femur. I read that, yeah, mm. where somebody was saying the first mark of advanced civilization yeah, yeah. was a healed femur because oh, it wow. meant that one somebody had stuck by that person and helped them heal their femur and like bandaged it and yeah. like splinted, splinted it yeah. and then help them do stuff while their femur because you can't just get so up and walk months. around yeah you can't yeah. just get up and walk around with a broken femur and so it meant one that they had enough of a community around them for somebody to help them while they were out of commission and then two that they had um 
knowledge on how to heal a femur. Like they understood how that worked. Yeah. You know, that you need to splint it and then trust that the bone will repair itself in the way that it needs to. But I was just thinking about that too because I had, I had read that. It was like, I think one of those things that you scroll across on Facebook. So hopefully it's true because it makes a lot of sense. It would, right? Because, yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of times we just consider the world is just as cruel as, you know, as it is, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, I if think... you broke your femur, bye. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> We're pushing oh, don't you know exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> we oh, would move you know the it. fuck out. We'd be like, see Y'all would get a wheelbarrow? And it's like, you know what? Just get in here. We'll take care of you and just go <laughs> off a cliff and just throw me The dead and nearly dying. <laughs> I'll actually take that, you know. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Because I would do the same to each one of y'all. I know. We know. We really yeah. know not to fuck with the uh, messed up femurs here. <laughs> do you guys have any idea from your you know, limited memory of reading or seeing that roughly the time frame in which that occurred, like when in human history that that healed femur was, you know. No, I, I can look I at the thing though. Yeah, because right. that's very interesting to me. I just, I'm I'm trying to place things here. I think based off of you know understanding of life and death occurring back eight hundred thousand years okay. ago. Uh, oh, go ahead. As I was say, it is. Um, it, it was by Margaret Mead. And it says around 15,000 years ago uh, is at least the first one that we've maybe found. Interesting. So the first one we found still came 285,000 years after we had a, a language, after we started a basic language system. But just because we haven't found it right. Does, doesn't... Yeah, it's, it's just based off of what we, ha what we know, what like, information we have. It's more of like one of those um, thought experiments. Right. Yeah. Let's say that we lived in a tight knit community which existed about three hundred thousand years ago. You know that mm -hmm. humans were very much in tribes. You know, like you uh, humans did not live by themselves. You know, maybe earlier the hominins might have, but there's very 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 high likelihood that as we moved into hominins about two million years ago you know we started to have at least small tribes you know yeah because you would need that in order to survive we don't have like we don't have claws we don't have like like giant like teeth to like rip apart our prey right we're we're very measly. We're very measly and weak compared to most other okay, animals out there. you are. There. Calm down. You're right. You don't need to project that on other people, <laughs> Dev, all right? Sparrow could rip your buck and throw it out if he wanted to. Oh, gladly. To. He's yeah, like a third of like our size. Smile. Exactly, right? Mm -hmm. And he could kill us instantly. He's a killing machine. He really yeah. is. And I know that. I know that. Captain, a little less so, but there's times where I, like... Heal back because she doesn't have that killer instinct <laughs> as a to the forefront of her personality as Sproey does. But there are times where I'll like pull up her lips and stuff just to mess with her, and her teeth are like fucking terrifying. She could do it too. Like she could just get her jugular and rip it right the fuck out. Mm, yeah, no problems. You know, like so as humans, and we haven't found claws yeah, or anything right like there. that so in early <laughs> humans either. You know, it's very much like. It's a different structure, different uh, sort of brain cavity, but in all in all, it's very similar. 
this just reminded me this tan like that tangent that with the dogs um you can tell who is probably the closest related and who is the farthest related based on their likelihood to kill you because miles while he has the capacity as far as like his teeth goes his teeth aren't even as long and sharp as captains or sparrows <laughs> you can tell that captains or captain and sparrow are much more directly related to wolves mm -hmm. than miles is because he's likely a lab mix mm -hmm. and his teeth aren't as sharp they're sharp and he could hypothetically but he has a lot of like hunting agility and he has a body build where it's probably probably pretty obvious that he went after smaller prey more recently mm. than he would go after larger prey whereas captain and sparrow are built in such a way that they are very firm and can jump extremely high and so mm. they likely have gone after larger prey so even with them you can tell who is probably more closely related to like ancestral wolves yeah. than the others yeah because mm -hmm. miles is it definitely i'm like miles don't do nothing wrong miles yeah. <laughs> he could not he you would he captain would toss a jugular in his direction and he would cower in the corner he'd be like, I don't, he'd be like don't throw I don't things at it. me i don't get it i don't I, understand i also wonder how that and don't want to think about this for too long, but I wonder how um, that relates to um, how long ago their pre-domesticated canid species relatives existed uh, before they were, you know, bred to be what they are now. You know, are the ones that are more directly like linked to wolves or maybe like more directly linked to recently having killed, haven't evolved like domestication so much mm -hmm. that they don't have those things. Is that because those species have only been started to be bred recently or like that? That's an interesting thought experiment. Huskies too. are probably a more recent breed than labs just because of the amount of uh, um, mutation that has to occur for a lab to happen versus a husky. Mm. However, Captain is actually the only dog I wouldn't be um, shocked to see Wolf in. Mm -hmm. I think there's a chance she could have a teeny tiny bit of Wolf in her, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Um, and so I think she's probably the one that... But she's also, like, super much. She probably has a million different things in her. But she's she's a one I wouldn't be surprised to see Wolf in. There's, like, a million things we could talk about with this topic. And uh, I definitely want to let you get through what you planned for today. Oh, I love it. But I have uh, another. Yeah, I have one. No, no, no. no I'm not, I'm not saying it. that about you. I'm saying I have another thing I want to bring up, but I don't want to dwell on it too long. Uh, if we can, you know, bef before language, you said 300,000 years ago is when a basic language started to form. 800,000 years ago is when fire... When we started to even discover what fire was, okay. in a sense, you know, it took us a long time to, to, to try to continuously harness mm -hmm. it, you know, mm -hmm. and there's... Because there's, there's a difference between looking in a direction and being like, oh, that's fire from yeah. lightning or something, and there's another to be able to at Control, least... Control, create... Yeah, like pick up a stick and carry that fire around yeah, with I, you. Yeah. You know exactly. Like, like I see. you could see a fire and you would have the ability about okay. to like you know oh maybe if I take it I might be able to extend it or it would take a long while f from that to go from oh mm -hmm. you know what friction and heat creates fire mm -hmm. you know right. like so we can get the um, little you know shavings off of the bark or like you know however to get the dry little husk mm -hmm. and light it on fire and then grow into bigger and bigger fire mm -hmm. that must have come much much later on probably closer towards the 300,000 years mm -hmm. ago you know um, 
I, I just wanted to yeah. point out the history because I was going to get to a different thing, which was you said burials hap- we recognized back around the time when we started to understand fire, mm-hmm. right? 800,000 years ago. So there were 300,000 years. Oh, 300 to 800,000 years. Okay, somewhere in that time frame. So it's a very interesting thing to think about, and I don't want us to spend a lot of time talking about it, but just think about uh, since we did understand more or less the concept of life and death and have ritualistic burials, that the idea of, um, of art existed before the idea of language and i think that that's that's very important and Mm, yeah just just something to think about every day of your life one of the things that i found in doing this that art has existed like you said for a lot longer than fire has because at that time art was was pretty much a representation of your surroundings right you know like and if you look at like old cave art, you know, that's been preserved for millions of I don't even know millions, like hundreds of thousands of years, you know? Yeah. Like it's really interesting to see that this dude, while in the middle of his survival bout of his short lifespan, that he found time to gather the you know, somehow this red coloring or whatever coloring that he could and use that to master his painting because sure as fuck that painting up there wasn't his first one right you know that he's probably spent years and years of trying to understand you know how different paints work what he could use for paint you know how to draw structures how to yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. you know so that shit didn't happen overnight right you know like i said when you found when you spend less time trying to hunt trying to gather food right because of fire like was just one of those reasons why mm. you know that you could use that time to do other things yeah you know like and art just happened to be one of them you know it's a very interesting thing like so like today right like i mean megan spends a lot of time preparing you know all this food for us right but imagine if this was hundreds of thousands of years ago right she would spend her entire waking day to night just preparing one right, meal for all say, of and us. i don't I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do, right, right? You know what I mean, though, right? But like, art is as is as core to humanity as language is. Yeah, and I think that, that that's really the takeaway from. That but also, let's word. also not take away from the fact that language, or more specifically, um, like writing, can be a form of art as well. I yeah. do agree with that. Yes, I I think. Like, I think Dev's definition of it is so perfect, is that art is just a representation of your surroundings as you are, you know, portraying it. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really uh, interesting because that like, encompasses everything. It encompasses writing, drawing, dancing, like any number of the things. The communication, but. right? You want to communicate, oh, bro, don't go over that fucking cliff or you're going to die. Right. You know, that's art in a I sense. I mean, personally, <laughs> I wouldn't communicate that. <laughs> I just let it fucking yeah. happen. But survival uh, of the fittest. Like honestly, it. I don't know what to tell you. Megan's in, Megan's in space right now. Someone goes off a cliff. I was like, eh. I've been. I got interrupted halfway through watching The Bachelor, and so I've taken up the persona of woman, one of the women in the house, and so now I'm just in a really dark place um, <laughs> for me myself. But anyway, you just <laughs> continue. Really you're not even something. <laughs> but you're not I, even best. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to win this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's a, that's me during recording right now. And for most of what we know, 
we haven't really found that many different fossils from other hominids, like other than Asia, uh, or I mean, West and Asia, you know, Southern Europe and most of Africa, you know, like we found very little fossils like in Eastern Asia, like, you know, that so migration is another huge different thing because for most of our history for most of what we saw this entire species through ancestry tree that we're looking at it was limited to two to three continents at most you know like there wasn't anything that was happening in north or south america for a very 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 long period of time but you said this is after the separation of like pangea because one of the things that i have been reading is that potentially people ended up in north and south america because at one point russia yes. connected over to upper canada so, and so but that would have to be well, pangea is at least somewhat intact because then over time that little land like strip that they likely crossed over mm -hmm. of course has now drifted yeah. apart but they're thinking that that's how original settlers mm -hmm. were here i'm pretty sure there are different um names for uh the mass of continents as it separated pangea was you know when all the continents were connected and then there's like a different name for whenever like they started to separate and whenever oh, they're a little further okay. apart not not calling you out on that or anything i'm just wondering Nobody is calling you out i'm just wondering to You're my you dumb bitch i'm not here <laughs> well i was just thinking you said pangea I'm not here, my friends you just now. you said yeah. pangea and um well, because uh, he said it was long after Pangea separated, but then I was thinking, no, like, there had to be action or at least right. some way. Some connection, some way for them to get there. Yeah. yeah. So, like, during you know, one of the Ice Ages yes. or something. So, yes. Oh. You know, okay, so there's the tectonic plate movements, which happen mm -hmm. over hundreds of millions of years. Mm -hmm. But then Ice Ages can drastically change the environment over just a couple of thousand years. Yeah, especially years. that Russia to Canada exactly. area. That can, yeah, that's That's true. what Michael's saying, and I think I do remember that. That is the earliest known humans that crossed over to North America were from that ice connection between Russia and Canada that happened during mm -hmm. the Ice so, Age. So, you know how I next know thing that? I the wanted to ice age. bring that's up also how I knew. is <laughs> this handy little chart right here. Nice. There we go. Yes, yeah. I was looking at that. Boom, okay. It's beautiful. Okay, well, I'm happy that you were going here because um, that's I a was very looking good at question. It's human migration patterns yeah. with years uh, associated, I'm pretty sure. Um, because it's very hard to understand how geographically things can change in such a short mm -hmm. amount of time. You know, look at like, Africa still looking like a little horse. Like you can see, like <laughs> over here, right? Like two hundred thousand years, about a hundred thousand years after what we developed, what sort of similar to what modern humans like communication, culture, and things started to grow. You know, and and then here comes the genetic selection of exploration. Mm. You know, like because if you look at this chart, this only goes back to two hundred thousand years. This is a very, very short amount of time compared to six a million years of our, like, you know, near ancestry that we talked about. But it's pretty safe to say that the migration patterns are also indicative of, of location. Like North America, it's pretty reasonable to say that the Homo sapiens or, you know, hominids did not exist on the North American continent until 12,000 BC, based off of that chart, right? Yeah. Uh, it seems, and, you know, based off of that time, since, you know, migration patterns weren't huge, especially amongst, like, 
primate classes, I think it's totally reasonable to assume that the for the first six or 5.5 million years of, uh, you know, hominid history or hominid history, um, they all existed in Africa and that was it. And so I think that that's just another interesting thing to think yeah. about. Yeah. And so over here, we have found like fossils of like homo habilis which was which is habilis means handy so handy man pretty much you know in eastern asia and, but there was very few and far between so it's very much a possibility that even before this they migrated right? yeah mm-hmm. like so it's not just like oh it didn't happen before this mm-hmm. but then it happens now but the scale at which things happened mm. was very much like different at this time period than yeah. before that. Because who's to say that there wasn't an occasional lucky person here or yeah. there, but not an entire group of people, you yeah. know, being able to actually establish a civilization elsewhere. Because that's it. You can't just establish a civilization as one person unless yeah. maybe you're pregnant. Yeah. It's not even... <laughs> what maybe. Even like, what <laughs> <you> like? <laughs> exactly. So and even then, it's pretty messed up yeah. um, to do it that way. But uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, so like you see about 200,000 years for... for what we consider, let's say, for 800,000, you know, when we started to learn a little bit about what makes us us today is to 200,000 years, we stayed mostly in Africa, you know. And then we, about 40, 50,000 years ago, you know, you decided, you know what? Northern Europe seems like a pretty solid, you know, continent. And this was when, imagine, you know, you all remember that timeline I told you about the Ice Age? Mm-hmm. Right? Imagine this was when the ice age was receding, you know? The earth was, here I have, you see this right here? Earth was slowly warming up from here, mm. you know? Like it went from shorter periods of warming into longer and longer and longer periods of warming, you know, to 200,000 years ago. So you can see that the earth was slowly, ice was slowly receding, you know? Mm-hmm. And more and more and more land became available to, you know, earlier humans to settle you know so and the ice age ended and it looks like about 10,000 bc it looks like the the final ice age was from between 15,000 to 10,000 bc which lines up with the migration patterns to north america around 12,000 bc yeah you know that's interesting it's like land became available and we started to explore it you know Mm. because for a lot of time that this was just what was available to us you know but then we decided no what if we went further and further and further you know, like you can tell that you pretty much only went to New Zealand about 1,500 years ago. Right? <laughs> Before that, like I'm sure it existed. Ain't nobody you know? trying to go there. Yeah. So. Well, only once we had boats did we go to New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, it's, it's very interesting, right? Like you saw, like, again, things don't just happen in one time period after another. I sh- I'm sure that people moved on before then people moved on after then right Mm -hmm. we still move from one place to another today right but it was just the rate at which you know Mm -hmm. like they decided you know what it would be beneficial for an entire tribes to move it wouldn't even just been one tribe going across it would have to been hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people trying to seek out new land Mm -hmm. right because like you said one group would not be enough to like make a change like that at all you know so like so, one of the questions was, 
how far could you go back in time with the time machine and bring back a human and not be totally different? You know, like, so you could go back about 200,000 years, but that human might be drastically different. He would not be able to learn things properly. You know, you would just be someone who was extremely, extremely disabled. Uh, he would be the equivalent of Dev. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. That was my next point. There you, you go. Know. So, but, but I'm... There's you a know. Grim Adventures of I'm Billy and Mandy reference here. I'm not here to make friends. I'm going to keep saying it in different tones. <laughs> but it's about... After about 70,000 years, if you brought... 70,000 years, if you brought someone back, that they would be able to adapt to society <clears throat> today. They would have a d difficult time, but if you raise them from childhood properly, you might be able to make them... A member of society today without you know many other people noticing you know so, 70,000 years you said? yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> and Michael's got his uh, thinking cap on yeah so build me a time machine you know 50,000 years ago an explosion in like different innovations started you know what we consider the beginnings of art today like sciences today tools today you know before this it was very very remedial things you know it wasn't anything complex but it was this was this time when our brains started to explode you know so they already had a very good start for hundreds of thousands of years before that but this is when we realized that we have a lot of free time mm -hmm. you know that we can do a lot of other things. And then 12,000 years ago, agriculture came in. Boom, we can have huge cities if we wanted, you know. We could have surplus of food, you know. Like in civilization, the more food you have, the more growth you have, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. of the surplus yeah. of food, the faster you grow, you mm -hmm. know. So, like, it was... It's, so it's a long, 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 long process, right, from what we've had. And... All these different species, they've stayed with us. They haven't disappeared. They are part of our genetics, mm. you know? Like, um, like breeding with uh, Neanderthals gave us a better immune system, right? The immune system is an impressive, impressive tool we have today. Mm. And that's came from hundreds of millions of years of just, you know, evolving side by side with other species, right? You know, so they've definitely stuck with us, even though we don't see them around today, you know. Unless you've seen Dev and then you definitely do. Exactly, exactly. You know, but <laughs> Kevin's getting really tired One of my jokes. You know, <laughs> but it all hasn't ever, always been all that. unless it well it's but it's it's Dev. <laughs> that, that's the theme of the evening. Dev, what a great topic you're giving us. Fuck you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know? um, Good to hear about your history and your history alone, right? Yeah. Y'all yeah. are aliens. Y'all were not born here. Get the fuck out. That's why I'll you're so here. interested in aliens, too. You're like, I live with three people so much more advanced than me. What happened? There's I had to place. pretend to live with them. You I had to the pretend to fit in. Like... <laughs> I was like, 
I know I heard them doing that. <laughs> I know, I know I heard them communicating with Venus. I know, I, I know they have it figured out. Yeah. I did my episode. I was waiting for them to chime in. <laughs> they didn't say anything. That's why Dev stays loud. Anyway. I knew it. I knew it. That's why I Dev stays up every good yeah. sleep. He's doing research on us. He's like, they're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> they're up to something. I have to figure it out. I have to. I have to. <laughs> um, but this is uh, or my part of this topic today and I just wanted to talk about you know that a lot of what we think happened you know with early humans isn't necessarily true you know like we think a lot about oh there must have been massive wars like interspecies wars you know against you know and that's how they died out but there's a much much greater chance that they died out because of competition for resources mm -hmm. right that they weren't willing to expand into newer territories as much as Homo sapiens were, right? Yeah. Like you saw that exploration happened about started happening two hundred thousand years ago, and then that's where they started to uh, explode everywhere. And two hundred thousand years ago is what we consider Homo erectus, you know, mm. or not like Homo sapiens, you know, like basically us, you know, pretty much much earlier version, right? It's that gene of intrigue. That basically made us survive, you know, but a lot of them just focused on their own environment and died by it, you know, like they refused to explore and they died by it, you know, and so this goes exactly in hand with space exploration. We have to colonize the solar system, y'all. And this we is how to. we wait for an ice age on the moon. And then... The bridge from Earth to Moon during the Ice Age. That's exactly right. Yeah. And then we take that bridge over. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Elon Musk can't charge us for that. Nope. It's just um, a bridge. It's a bridge. It's a bridge. You don't own it. It's a free bridge. <laughs> the first person there owns it. We will be the first and we will charge people. Exactly. We're going to set up a toll bridge on the I'll bridge. set up a toll of 25 cents. That's we'll be really rich. what separates humans from the other species. Just charging people. <laughs> yes. Monetizing. Uh, that's probably the Monetizing opposite of Monetizing free coincidences. <laughs> that's probably the opposite of true. <laughs> You stumble upon something and are potentially like lucky to have stumbled upon it, and so then you monetize oh, it. No, that's the part that makes us human. Yeah. Yeah. Not just monetizing things, but monetizing things that kind of just fell into our lap and, exactly. and pretending like we we own it or that yeah. it, it was ours and we had any possession of it. That's like land ownership right there. That's true. That's true. Awesome. Yeah. You just walk on someone. I'm this not is here to now. make <laughs> friends, white Southerners who own land. <laughs> I'm here to take land. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> to take land. We all came here to win land, and I'm not here trying to I'm be. Listen, nice. I'm not trying to be on a group date with this land. I am here for one-on-one -on -one time with this. Land. <laughs> I can't. I can't live on this land with someone else. I'll, I'll sleep. I'll sleep on the other land. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep on the couch. <laughs> That was Anyways, you can tell we're mid-episode because we only have about 30 minutes worth of uh, jokes to make on this episode that I'm sure is just a gold mine. That's why this is just part one. It's true. This is part one of uh, however many multiples. TBD. Um, next time, I'm going to dive a little bit more into the detailed cultural separation, you know, of what was and what is. Mm. Oh, almost a religion.
She said it, not me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's true. Religion dictates a lot of the cultural divide between a lot of places. Even like at things that you don't think of as religious are, as Michael's holiday series has taught us. Everything is religious. So is your next episode going to be Valentine's Day? I don't I have to figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we're... If it'll circle back to you before Valentine's Day. I know, I was going to do, it might be MLK Day. It'll be real late for MLK Day. Yeah, it'd be really late for MLK Day. It wasn't going to be MLK Day, but I don't think it'll circle back, so it might be Valentine's. I don't Or maybe St. Patrick's Day. You gotta do St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. You gotta, you're Irish. Yeah, that's you. You If you're not enough on one, you could do a joint St. Patrick's Day Easter episode. Well, I'm about to have Mm. enough for St. Patrick's Day. You don't even know. Nice. We're going to have a surprise guest. It's going to be your mom. No, it's going to be me, dressed as St. Patrick. (laughs) The surprise. <laughs> yes, it is a surprise. Last year yes. on St. Patrick's Day, Michael introduced a leprechaun into our D&D campaign. So can't wait to see what he has in store yeah. for this year. Oh, yeah, that was Megan's least favorite. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> it was a hag, that fucking bitch. <laughs> I still feel bad about that. I think about that like once a week and I go, Because she yeah. kept critting me. Like, it was bad. And I kept rolling ones and then she kept critting me. So it was like literally as bad as it could fucking be. <laughs> we we might almost have died that. that day. We might have referenced that in a really early podcast episode. Now that I'm did. thinking about it. I'm pretty sure we, we might have. We might have even talked about the that in like episodes the one, hag. two, or three or something. So now every, every time crazy. I want to piss Megan off, I can just look at her and go, hag. And then other people will also be mad about it because they'll be like, "You just called her a hack." What the fuck? And she'll be mad for a different reason. And I'll be mad for a totally unrelated reason. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) thank you guys for listening. Uh, We can do a music outro. And we're we're gonna do a music outro this episode. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for spending time with us. I hope you guys have a good week. I hope uh, America is still intact by the time that this airs. Whatever that means. Whatever America means. It's such an arbitrary fucking concept. Um, But uh, regardless, I hope that you remain you unless you suck and then don't. And uh, thanks for listening. You guys tried the whisper thing. I can't do it. I don't know, I know. what we were doing. Who is a whisper? Anyway? This is the worst music outro me. ever, by the way. I, I'm not I, I was like, am I going to sing something?